Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Jamaica Sevens czar Steve Lewis. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Balanced Palate, nutrition for peak performance. And the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street, the world's best rugby pub. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis in the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan, talking rugby. And Steve and I, we wanted to get to this earlier, but we had Katie Augustine call in, and and basically uh, she preempted you and and your your Jamaican tales. But we have all this segment right now to talk about that. Sure. Where would you like to start, Matthew? Where would you like to start? Well, let's let's remind the people at home that you are basically now the czar of Jamaica and that you are the head coach. Yeah, the Jamaica Sevens program. Yeah. I, I think by definition that is czar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, so about a month ago, um, went down there. So I was down there for about three weeks. So spent a lot of time with the Jamaica women's program and the men's under-19s. Um, then there was the Olympic qualifying tournament for Tokyo, which is, was in the Cayman Islands. And at that tournament, I was uh, help coaching the men and also helping with the women. So that was the big event. Um, the, the reward was a place in Tokyo. Unfortunately for Jamaica, you know, that, that Canada were superior, um, you know, as expected. They, um, they, they beat us in the final pretty handily. Professional outfit, playing the series, and good luck to them. So they're, they're going to Tokyo. For Jamaica men, uh, finishing second, got us a, another shot at Hong Kong next year. So that's, that's a nice um, you know, second prize. And we're also still alive in the Olympic um, qualification process, which means we go to the Repechage tournament, which is basically a last chance saloon. Well, I, I don't have my school bell. I wanted to ring the bell yeah. when the Scotsman said Repechage. Uh, repechage. <laughs> um, so that's next year in Europe in June, where... You know, so Jamaica and Mexico qualify from here. There'll be two from South America, two from Africa, two from Europe. In Europe, it's France and Ireland. That's going to be a tough tournament for the final spot in Tokyo. What, to- what, what tournament is that? That's the Repechage <laughs> yes. tournament in June in Europe next year for the Olympics. That's on the men's side. On the women's side, Jamaica women were superb. They went 5-0 and in pool play. Um, unfortunately, botched the final. Um, good young coach here, Huntley Anderson, was working with him. And they lost to Mexico in the final of that. So, again, they're alive. Go to the Repechage tournament next year. Um, but, you know, that would have been a... It kind of was a breakthrough. Jamaica women have just come through, and I think everyone could see the athleticism and the improvement. And very proud of, of both Jamaica men and women. They, they had a good weekend and are uh, a rapidly rising force, as Bill Bowen said on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter. I, I, I tweeted that. I yeah. retweeted or whatever that is. But um, what's the rugby IQ of these kids across the board? Or the kids, I guess, the 19s, the U19s. And, but, but the women's team and the men's team, do, have they been playing since they were knee-high to a grasshopper? Or have they been playing since uh, last week? Or is it a mix? Yeah, it, it, it's a mix. Um, it's, it's an interesting – there's another mix going on there. So Jamaican women are mostly domestic, i.e. they live, you know, live there and they're from there. So – Started the game later, and the big problem is the lack of playing opportunities, lack of competitive opportunities. So, for instance, the Jamaica women's team just qualified for the Repercharge tournament next June in Europe. Between now and then, they have zero, zero tournaments. How can they get better without playing? 
So it's really incumbent upon World Rugby, who pay a lot of lip service to growing the game, and they, and they like to jump on the back of a story like this. Um, and I know resources are scarce, and, and RAN, Rugby America's North, I mean, I had a long conversation with Dan Payne about it, and he gets it, they get it. But uh, unless you provide these countries with the opportunity to play in tournaments, they're not going to close the gap. Right. right. Scotland are playing 10 tournaments. USA are fully, full-time at Chula Vista. They're playing World Series 10 tournaments next year. So, so that's, that's the resource gap. And um, for the game to be truly global and not just be the occasional Cinderella story, uh, these countries, not just Jamaica, other Caribbean countries, other African countries, they, they need to be uh, given every opportunity to realize the potential. There's a couple of great players there who would be, you know, well-known superstars sure. if they were playing on different teams with more opportunity. So how far away, and is it, a, is it an impossibility to think this, are they from being like another Kenya on the sevens? Yeah, but well, the men, I, I firmly believe men could be there in, in two to four years. There's, there's the, there's the D, athletic DNA, right? I mean, Jamaica's got it. I mean, it used to be the... Calypso Kings, they dominated cricket. They were, the, they were the, the men. They're no longer top dogs at the crease, uh, track and field. They've dominated that. So there, there's athletic DNA all over that island. Um, with the men, that you also have uh, the diaspora. So you have uh, players of Jamaican descent in the UK who've played a lot of rugby. Uh, so they have a lot of rugby IQ. So this combination, to, you need to raise the level of standard in Jamaica because that's what it's about. It's not a Jamaican exiles team. Uh, but at the same time, you have legitimate Jamaican talent the world over. And if you can marry both of those, uh, give them opportunities, then they could be Kenya. I mean, I, I took Ireland three to four years to become core, right? Right, sure. Um, so why not Jamaica? Um, well, if we're, we're going to compare Jamaica to Ireland. Rugby, I mean, that's a bit of a reach even for that's, us. That's a reach. Okay, yeah. Kenya's... Ireland's got some. Yeah, Ireland's yeah, yeah. got some rugby players. Over that's there. true. That's true. But yeah, it was an exciting time. Um, looking forward to actually going to Peru for the Pan Am Games, um, which is a whole different set of challenges. We'll come across Canada again, but also Argentina, and also perhaps looking forward to going against the USA. So a lot of the USA side is um, our guys I've coached over the last couple of years, collegiate All Americans. Uh, Mike Friday's taking the opportunity to to rest some key players. So this isn't the top guns going to Peru. Um, but it's a great opportunity for the next generation of players to play in that kind of environment. So uh, looking forward to seeing those guys too. You know, in, in retrospect, we didn't do your chances any good, any, any favors about when we were breaking the chops of Ryan Ray of America's Rugby News here about Jamaica sneaking up on Canada. So it wasn't like they were going to be asleep at the wheel for this one either. You know, and it, it wasn't going to be Japan beating South Africa. No, I mean, it was... Uh was well, Henry Paul's the coach, right? So he's a good pal of mine, and we may or may not have uh, had a chat before the actual game on the Saturday. Um, but, you know, they, they, they weren't taken as lightly, but they are, they, they are a full-time outfit. You know, they train and play together. They've got some great players, Hirayama and Harry Jones, and, you know, yeah. a couple of monsters on the wing. So, so you know, they're, they're, they're common. We, we, it was 5-0 for five and a half minutes. Um, we played pretty well, but just couldn't hang with them. You know, they're, you know, they're a good score, and they had to win. I mean, that was, you know, that was... Maybe you knock them off in a, in a lesser tournament where it's not for all the marbles or the repechage. Yeah, but the, the, this tournament, they're not taking quite a strong team either. Um, and I think for our guys, you know, who are just thrown together and get, you know, punched in the face repeatedly in a game like that because they're not exposed to that level of competition. Well, they just had it two weeks ago. So 
I, th I think they could be in, in a better place. Um, we had problems with restarts, so it's incumbent upon me, the coach, to sort the restarts out. Uh, Is that a skill thing? Um, no, it's an information thing, and it's, a, it's an adjustments thing, actually. It's more about, you can watch the film, you know where they're going to kick. So then they, you, you do something to counteract that. Uh, well, you mean the other team kicking you guys? Yeah, they, receiving they restarts. restarts. Yeah, we were receiving. You know, and and they, they, went, they did a couple of different things, so we, we, we dealt with it. And then they made an adjustment. We couldn't make the adjustment on the field, right, on right, the fly. Right. And that's the level of professionalism, right? And I didn't get it right at halftime either on that. So, so we, did, uh, we missed a few opportunities. We didn't get a lot of ball. All right, so let me ask you the question. If you get the opportunity or the offer to go down and, and develop that Jamaican Sevens team over the next four years, would you move to Jamaica? Yeah, well, it's unlikely they're going to have those kind of resources, you know. Um, so, but you do need time, right? And it's, it's domestic so That's not a no. That's not a no that I, I, you I, wouldn't. A lot, of irons a, no. in, a lot of irons in various fires. Um, and Sevens, you know, it's not a full-time program there, so it's ideal in many ways because I, I fortunately have the ability to dip in and dip out right now. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to stay involved. Because, you know, it's, uh, I see potential. And um, now that I've dipped my toes in the water, I understand the politics a little bit. I uh, understand the players, where they come from, how it all fits together. I, I, I think I can do a, a pretty good job there over a period of time. And so hopefully that will continue. All right. Well, well basically, we're out of time. Do you have a final thought? Yeah, I would just, uh, you know, I just am grateful for, you know, the resources we have here in this country. And when, when you go somewhere else, you sometimes appreciate You forget how lucky you are. Yeah. And really, it's you mean off the pitch? Off the pitch, yeah. You know, it's not one field, bowls, cones, you know, showers, not happening. So to try and equalize that in terms of resources, and then just I want to hammer on this competitive opportunities. If they can't play in tournaments and they don't get opportunities, they're not going to get better. doesn't matter how good they are. They're not going to get better. All right. On that note, we have, uh, we're going to end with our word of the day, repechage. Steve, could you do that for me? Repechage. And our um, rugby jeopardy category of the day is top dogs at the crease. On behalf of Mr. Steve Lewis, I'm Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City, signing off.